Should you send a pitch or should you send a cold email? We are going to demystify the process today on the podcast. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. What is the difference between pitching and sending cold emails? Um, They're often used, at least in our circle, pretty interchangeably, but they are slightly, very slightly different things. Now, you can still continue to use these terms interchangeably if you would like. I will not come after you. Um, But I did want to explain kind of the nuances so that you can understand what we're doing. And it may help you tailor your approach to some of your um, uh, efforts to find new clients via email. Okay, so pitching and cold emails. Um, Often a pitch, not always, but often a pitch is a type of cold email. There are also warm emails and there's this other thing called the LOI, which depending on who you ask, either stands for letter of introduction or letter of inquiry. So an LOI, I have heard most frequently in the like magazine slash print publication uh, arena, where um, with an LOI, you send a, um, well, it's a letter of introduction, really, is what you send. And you introduce yourself to your recipient and you talk about, you you want to show how you understand their market and understand what they need and how you are a good writer and the type of writing that you offer would be great for their business for all these various reasons and would they like to schedule a time to talk more. So that's that's an LOI. An LOI is a type of cold email because typically the person on the receiving end doesn't know who you are. And that right there is kind of the definition of a cold email, The when the recipient doesn't know who you are. <laughs> okay, so um, that's an LOI. I have sent LOIs um, when I was heavily pitching startups. I would send basically what was an LOI. Um, I now think that um, my LOI template is probably pretty close to a um, like a regular cold email that I would send now. A cold email tends to be pretty short compared to an LOI, which is usually multiple paragraphs or at least multiple sentences, um, very short paragraphs. You don't want to ramble, but you want to give good, interesting, well-rounded information. In your LOI. But we're not here to talk about LOIs. So why am I talking about LOIs? Pitching versus cold email. So cold email, as I've said before, is it's kind of a broad type of email that you can send. um, And the recipient is not necessarily expecting you to get in touch with them. And so you're coming in cold. You're coming in cold. So cold is a marketing term. And I'm pulling up my marketing stuff here to make sure I get it right because I'm sleepy. (laughs) Cold refers to, um, like when you when you refer to the temperature of um, the audience, so to speak. Um, 
in the in in the email terms, this cold email that you're sending is going to an audience of one, um, and they're cold, which means that they are probably more unaware than they are aware. Not necessarily. So back in the day, Eugene Schwartz, who was a, a famous advertiser, famous copywriter, um, said that there are five levels of awareness in any given market. Um, and your prospects equal a market. That there is a market of people out there who would be willing to pay you. That's a market. <laughs> okay. So they go from, uh, they range on a spectrum from unaware to completely aware. Um, and so there's unaware, which is the least aware of the issue. And these are the very, very cold prospects. These are the people who don't even realize that they have a problem. So, um, if you are cold emailing businesses and business owners that are completely unaware, you're going to have a hard time getting them to hire you because they don't, they don't understand the value of copy. They don't understand the value of content. They don't see why it's something, they don't realize it's something that they need. So you have to do a lot of educating. And when you have to educate your clients, it can be a little bit of an uphill battle, um, I don't like to educate my clients. I like to work with clients who already understand the value of what I offer and are willing to pay for it, <laughs> right? Sounds easier because it is. Um, however, some folks do like to work with the unaware clients because they can come in and be heroes. Um, and so that, that can be a strategy. Okay, so they're completely unaware. And then the next level of awareness, still pretty cold. Um, this would still be considered cold. Uh, traffic or a cold market uh, is the ones who are problem aware. So these are the businesses out there who know that they need more engagement on social media, or they know that they need more traffic to their website, or they know that they need to be sending emails and they aren't. Um, there can be a lot of success in finding clients here. Although again, you have to do some educating um, and you have to really prove the benefits of working with you. You have to um, really demonstrate your value to them. Um, and so sometimes that can feel a little bit like an uphill climb. And sometimes it can be hard to get really nice rates because, again, you have to prove your value. They don't already know, like, the dollar value. <laughs> attached to the work that we do. They just know that it's something they should be doing. For instance, um, kind of in the middle of the road for Eugene Schwartz, and this is what we might call warm traffic, is the folks who are solution aware. So these are the people who know that they need a writer. You know, maybe these are the people who um, know that they need someone to help them with their Instagram captions. So these are the people who... Um, uh, solution aware. They know maybe that um, they need to try case studies or that they need to get into content marketing, but they don't really um, have the bandwidth to do it. So they know they should hire it out. So they are solution aware, um, but they don't necessarily know where to go to to find their, to find their solutions. Um, and the, this is a warmer audience because, you know, they're they're looking for someone like you, basically, is how I'd phrase it. They're looking for someone like you. 
So all you have to say is like, hey, are you looking for someone like me? Here's what I can do. Is this what you're looking for? And then they can say yes or they can say no. And off you go. Um, then you can, then you get to the even warmer, um, possibly hot traffic, the warm to pretty warm, I would say. And these are the ones who are product aware. So in this case, you are the product. <laughs> these are the ones who maybe they're already familiar with you. Maybe they met you at a conference. So now they're aware of you and what you offer. And you've done a good job of talking to them about the specific benefits that you bring and like the good results that you give. Um, so these are the ones who maybe you've connected with before or who find you when they go to Google. Now they are aware of you and they are interested in working specifically with you. And then you have the most aware. These are the hottest, this is the hottest traffic. And um, these are, you could think of this as like recurring clients or clients you've already worked with and that kind of thing. Um, so when you are cold emailing, the more you can target people who are solution aware, the more likely you will be to find success, the more likely it will be that you will get hired and the more quickly you'll get hired because these are the people who understand that what they need is more, what they need is writing, what they need is a writer. And so then you get in front of them and say, Hey, I'm, I'm a writer. Do you need a writer? And if you have done your targeting well, then they can be like, yeah, actually, I do need a writer. Okay, so that, so a cold email is going to go to that solution aware audience, ideally. Um, now, there are times when it makes sense to send a pitch, which, as I said before, is a specific type of cold email. And a, a cold email just in and of itself is basically, hey, I'm a writer, do you want to work with me? Um, a pitch specifically is, hey, I'm a writer, I'd like to write this, this or this thing for you. So, you know, when we pitch blog posts, I like to pitch three things. Hey, I'm a writer, I would like to write this blog post for you. Would you like to work with me? That's a pitch. So a pitch provides a very specific project that they can say yes or no to. So if you do social media management, for example, you know, you write Instagram captions, a pitch, uh, just a regular cold email would be like, hey, I'm a writer, I can do social media, are you interested? Um, whereas a pitch would be, hey, I'm a writer, um, I specialize in Instagram captions, and um, I'd really like to work with you. Here are some ideas, you know, or here's a mock-up of two or three posts that um, I thought might be good for your feed or whatever. I hope that I'm explaining the difference there because there it, it's nuanced, um, but there is a difference. A lot of times when people talk about cold emailing, they may be referring to pitching. And like I said before, a lot of people use them interchangeably. I tend to use them interchangeably, although um, I will say also that because I teach um, a, a lot of my beginners, I suggest that they get started offering blog posts. Um, like freelance writing via blog posts, the easiest way and arguably, at least in my experience, the best, one of the best ways to get work is to send pitches, to send specific blog post ideas. And then um, that makes it really easy for them to get back to you and say, yes, we want this one or um, yes, all three or no, I don't like those ideas. You know, I, I wrote about that in September of 2007. 
but, you know, I'd love to hear more ideas from you or, you know, I actually have a list of stuff that I need written. Could you write this stuff instead? So um, for a lot of us, pitching is going to make a lot of sense. Um, there are times when just sending a cold email uh, without a pitch makes more sense. It tends to be a lot more efficient. You can templatize it a lot more because you're just introducing yourself as a writer. You don't necessarily have to come up with three new ideas for everyone that you send, right? You're, you're saying, you're introducing yourself. Hi, I'm a writer. I can do this type of writing. Would you like to talk some more? about how I can help you. And then they can say yes or no. Or I mean, more often than not, they're not going to say anything. So like if you sent 20 emails and nobody's gotten back to you, congratulations, you're normal. <laughs> That's very typical. Um, but what I'm getting at is that sometimes it makes more sense to send just a cold email that introduces yourself. And sometimes it makes more sense to pitch. So if you're contacting a blog or a business that has a blog and you want to write for their blog, definitely send a pitch. But if you're contacting um, someone, I would, let me think about this. I would say under just about any other context, just make it an, uh, an LOI. And that includes when you've been introduced to somebody. So if someone, um, yeah, if someone makes a contact or makes a connection for you, then you can follow up and say, hey, so-and-so, yeah, I'm a blogger. I'd love to talk more um, about your blog? Would you like me to send you some post ideas, right? Because th it's a different kind of conversation. You have been introduced to this person instead of introducing yourself. But if you have already had that conversation, maybe you met somewhere and you're following up. Um, if you've already had that kind of initial hammer writer and they're like, oh, awesome, we should connect. Yeah, then it would make, then it might make sense depending on your rapport, depending on your conversations. There's not necessarily a wrong way to do this, but then it might make sense to go ahead and send some ideas. You know, hey, Mike, it was great to meet you the other day. Um, we had talked about me writing for your blog. I was thinking um, maybe one of these ideas would work. Let me know if you want any of them. And then it's like, bam, 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 your three ideas. And then, it, you know, you sign off and you're like, great. Again, it was, you know, or I look forward to hearing from you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You write your little template. Um, so I think that's everything I wanted to say <laughs> about pitching versus sending an LOI. When you send your LOI, it's, it tends to be a lot more general. You can cut and paste a bit more. Um, warm it up a little bit in the beginning. I feel like we've talked about this before on the podcast, um, where you take your cold, cold, cold email and you warm it up just a little bit. And by doing to do that, you find some kind of connection point, you know, some kind of touch point or way to connect with this person. Um, instead of just launching into, hey, I'm a writer, you can say, hey, um, I saw this uh, announcement about your expansion. Hey, that's awesome. Congratulations. Or uh, like I sent one one time for someone who was on Shark Tank. And um, I found a press release that they that mentioned that they'd been on Shark Tank. And I was like, hey, your episode of Shark Tank was awesome. I would love to work with you. Um, uh, yeah, so you can do that kind of thing. See if someone and this is uh, depending on how you're researching on LinkedIn, maybe somebody Maybe the person you're contacting went to your alma mater or um, I don't know, anything like that. One client hunting 
technique that I learned about a long time ago was to go look in all your alumni directories and find anyone who looks like they might be in a position to hire a writer or they might work at a company that would hire a writer and and connect them through your alumni network, which actually I think is a pretty good tip. So free tip for you there. Um, okay, so uh, wrapping it all up, whether you send a pitch or you send an LOI, there's not necessarily a wrong one to send. Be a little bit sensitive to the context that you're bringing. Whatever you do, keep it short. Um, keep it short. Whatever you do, make it short. And and test. If there is a specific client hunting technique that you're using, maybe you're trolling the PR sites like I was, do a mix. Send a mix of pitches with you know, specific project ideas versus a mix of LOIs. See which ones get you more responses. See which ones get you more work. See which ones get you more recurring work specifically. Track that stuff. It can be very helpful for you to get more and more efficient in your client hunt and um, always, always, always be testing. If you have questions about sending pitches or you want someone maybe to review your pitch template or um, help you brainstorm ideas or anything like that, I invite you to join my Facebook group. It's free to join. I love having my podcast people in there. Um, we can all hang out almost like it's in person. <laughs> so if you want to join us, go to Facebook and search for the Inkwell Guild with Ashley Gaynor. That's me. Or you can go to theinkwellguild.com and that will take you straight to our group answer the questions and we'll let you in and we'll see you on the inside a funny thing happened the other day i realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about clips camp so now i'm going to tell you about it clips camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new <laughs> freelance writers who want to get started with high paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.